Welcome to the Reluctantly Woo Woo podcast. These are real, raw, honest conversations about life, love, energy, and healing to help you release what's keeping you stuck from being who you truly want to be, especially when you feel reluctant about the woo woo tools that can help you get there. Your hosts, Heather and Deb, were both a bit reluctant to believe in these things at first, too, because they are woo woo. In other words, those things that feel slightly unbelievable and defy the logical mind, but somehow they work. We'll cover everything with a little levity and humor, but we'll try to clarify how these things work, why they work, and show you how you can begin to heal yourself and create the life that you truly want starting today. Hello, hello, it's Heather here. And Deb, good afternoon, evening, morning, wherever you are. <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah. Reluctantly Woo Woo, episode 11. Episode 11, oh, we shouldn't even, we should have commented on that. Did you, you've seen Spinal Tap? This one goes no. to 11? Yeah. Mm -mm. Maybe a couple people out there will get my joke. Um, anyway, yes. So <laughs> we're, this is reluctantly woo woo, and um, yeah, we're here today. We're going to discuss energy ebbs and flows, and how you can feel great and increase your productivity all throughout your various um, states of feeling and energy. So um, I want to kind of just recap what is reluctantly woo-woo and why we call it that. But we would say that those woo-woo things are the ones, those little practices that you think seem really unbelievable. They kind of uh, defy the rules of logic, but yet they work. So, um, you know, we know there's other people that might reluctantly agree with that. And that's what we are here to explore. So I'm going to let Heather take a lot of this on because this is what I always do. <laughs> yes, you always say that, but right. that, that doesn't work out. And, and that's a good thing. So uh, so we're talking about ebbs and flows of energy. And, um, well, this came up because um, Deb texted me and was like, how about we talk about, like, the ebbs and flows? And, um, you know, I'm not sure how it even relates to the body code, which is the form of energy work that we do, which is about releasing trapped emotions and trauma. She's like, how does, you know, am I not sure how it relates? And I was like, oh, my gosh, it totally relates in so many ways. And there's so many things that we can talk about when it comes to ebbs and flows of energy and how to use it. Um, for you, how to understand it first and how to use it for you. And, you know, when we talk about it, it's going to be like, oh my gosh, that's, that's really is so simple. But as humans, we've complicated things so much in our life. Um, and if we just take a look at patterns in the world, we get all the answers of what we need to do, you know, for ebbs and flows of energy. Um, and I think this has come up as an, as, as a thing and like why to talk about it. Um, well, Deb, why don't you say why? Why did it come up for you as something like to talk about? It, yeah, I mean, specifically for me because I was feeling a little bit in, I guess, an ebb, right? Um, mm -hmm. I am in the process of, you know, really trying to kick off this energy work business of mine, and <clears throat> I've been trying to approach it more from the feminine standpoint, which um, we'll touch on in a little bit. But I do kind of think, you know not necessarily male, female, but masculine, feminine essence, whichever is your stronger dominant um, energy. I think, you know, we, we go through these things and our world is our business world is traditionally thought of as masculine. So we have to go, go, go. And if I, if I have work to do, I better do it. Whereas in building this, I've been trying to really kind of embrace the feminine side of building this business and really feeling into it. So 
when I have a day where I'm like, oh my God, I'm just so exhausted. And sometimes I don't necessarily, you know, I'm pretty diligent about my sleep practices and, and taking care of myself, but it doesn't matter. Some days you're just freaking tired. So yeah. you know, I've been trying to embrace that. So that was kind of more my, where I was thinking about it is like, God, I've been so damn tired for the last couple of days. And rather than beating myself up for it, allowing myself to rest, skip a workout, right. it's not going to kill me. Um, which is different for me. I'm usually like, no, I've got to go. <laughs> and so, right. um, I, yeah, I just thought it would be an interesting conversation because I don't know if, if other people experience that or question why their energy, you know, wanes and waxes and, and think that that's a problem. It's not necessarily yeah. a problem. Well, okay. And so that's like, just a jumping point like that. That's it. Like, that's a, a really great point is that, when we have these energy ebbs and flows, we've been conditioned, right, to think that, you know, when we're tired, like that we shouldn't be, that it is a problem, right? And as you mentioned, in the, this the masculine, like, go, 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 drive, 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 like we should always be on. And that's just not the case. And so what it, when we thought about talking about this, I, I looked at, okay, what's a way that we can break this down to make people really connect with this and understand, like, you know, just be able to look out their window and be like, oh, this is what I need to do to connect back, you know, to energy and to be able to understand it and then use it for me. Um, and so I want to, the biggest thing, there's so many things that we can talk about first off. I mean, we can talk about like, you know, the lunar cycle and how much, you know, a full moon, a, you know, like all, all the different moons and new moon, all these things can impact us. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's just one way you think about the tide cycles and how, you know, high tide and low tide it ebbs and flows. And there's like every you know, 12 hours, there's shift and change. So for us to say, Oh, it doesn't impact us. Like we know that it does. Like, right. you know, you just go to the beach and sit there prefer beach and you're going to feel different in the morning than you are going to be in the afternoon, right? So there's the lunar cycles. We can talk about that. We can talk about our circadian rhythms, which is like our master clock that's connected to 24-hour cycles and different organs have their peak time in that, right? I mean, we can talk about how many, like many episodes just talking about our menstrual cycle mm -hmm. and how that impacts us. Um, and before I jump into the other ones, a couple of just resources, because um, anybody who knows me is like, knows I'm like resource geek and I'm always like, oh, you got to read this book. Um, but there's a couple of different ones in this book. And I I'm, can't even say that I've read fully through it because it's there's a, a lot that I, it's like put into practical, but it's called The Optimized Woman. It's using your menstrual cycle to achieve success and fulfillment. Obviously, men, this doesn't apply to you, but men do have their own cycles and they're, they're men that talk about it. I'm not going to be the oh, one talking about it. I think they man straight. Man, right, right, <laughs> right. And um, so this is a good one just to explain the different things that the different, um, uh, the different things that each day of your cycle, you know, produces and like where you are in your energy. That one's really good. Um, and then there's um, this planner that I started to use is called the Do Less Planner. And this is by Kate Northrup, and she talks a lot about energy and using your energy to work for you instead of against you. Yeah, and so her work. Mm -hmm. Yes, you know it's much more in the feminine of you know, using your energy for you. Mm -hmm. And so when we think about like how to understand energy, if no matter where you are right now, if you're somewhere where you either you're outside or you can look outside, right? You see nature all around you, right? And nature has cycles. And 
we, you know, we think about yearly cycles, right? We have our seasons and we think about, then you break those seasons down, which we will, those seasons can be broken down from a year and then into our days. And those seasons also can be broken down. We can use those to break down our life and the cycles of our life. And so I'm just noticing that my fan string is showing in the back. And it's dancing around behind her. I know. Let me move that down a little bit. Well, <laughs> it's just, it's going to be there. Um, so when I, and I love this quote, um, and I'm going to um, put this up here and it says, let me, let me put it up there and show you. It says, um, follow the rhythms of nature and agree your own activity with them. So when we think about the rhythms of nature, we first have spring. Okay? And spring is all about growth and new life and movement and change. We think about that as the season. Then if we break it down and we look at it as just a human, spring is the time when we're born, right? It's growth, it's new life, it's lots of movement, right? Lots of change, right? And when we think about in terms of our days, spring is the morning time, okay? Spring's when we first wake up, right? So that's the time for growth and new life and movement and change. Right. And spring is a, each of these seasons in traditional Chinese medicine is connected to different organs. And within those organs, when they're in balance, right, they're going to produce emotions. And so the spring is connected to your liver and gallbladder. And the liver and gallbladder, when it's in balance, produces some emotions such as anger and bitterness and frustration. Right? And so you think about springtime, right? And if things aren't going the way that you want, you're trying to move and grow, like you're getting frustrated, people are getting in your way, how dare they, right? That's all like springtime stuff. And when it comes to energy and like trapped emotions and trauma, right? If you have a liver that tends to be weak, right? You may find that you're going to experience and live in more of those types of emotions of anger and bitterness and frustration. And so I was talking to someone the other day, one of my clients, and one of the things that came up was that um, he keeps waking up around 1.30 in the morning. And when you look at the circadian rhythm, liver is um, between one and three, and that's the time that it's that it is detoxing and, and working to like rejuvenate itself and like cleanse itself. And it needs that time to just be able to not have to worry about doing all these other things, processed food, et cetera. And he was like, I don't understand. He's like, you know, I don't drink. I don't do all these things that are bad for my liver. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I get that. And right. Like you can inherit, you, you know, we can, we all just have innately a place in our body that tends to be a little bit weaker. Right. And he does, you know, have like, you know, he'll get frustrated um, and get into that, like, you know, resentment phase mm -hmm. when, um, you know, when things aren't going the way that he wants it to. Right. So we were working on getting his, you know, releasing what was in his liver so that it can be operating at 100 um, percent. So understanding that spring is all about growth and new life and new movement and not just this, the like season of spring, but like morning time is all about that. Mm -hmm. And so for a lot of people, when they get up, 
right? That like good morning time is the best time for things to, to get done. And there are a lot of people who would say, but I'm not a morning person. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. And so you've recently gone camping a bunch or enough, yeah. right? Yeah. When when you're camping, right? What um what do you find um that like what do you find is your like sleeping routine when you're camping? Well, it's actually not much different than my old lady sleeping routine when I'm home. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> but for, okay, so for people who don't have like your, you know, your sleeping routine, right. yeah, when the right. sun goes down, you go to bed. Like maybe, you know, there's, you might sit by the campfire for a minute, but pretty much when the sun's down, you're down and the sun comes up, you wake up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But people nowadays, and I'm sure this probably is very true of many people camping now because people bring all of their, you know, devices and everything with them, right? So sun goes down and you're in front of the campfire and you're like, or watching something, you know, it's like, why do you bring a TV with you when you're camping? That's a whole other, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I am a little bit of a nerd camper where I'm like, no, I came out here to be in nature and I like to go places where my cell phone doesn't even work. So mm -hmm. that's my goal. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah. So whenever people say to me, but you don't understand, I'm a night person. I'm like, I, I do because I fall into that so much. You know, I'm like, oh, I got to stay up. I got to get stuff done. You know, but when you look at when you if you were to take strip away all these things, like we naturally just fall into the rhythms of nature. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or pretty much <laughs> pretty much right i mean we could just end yeah. here just look at nature yeah, we're <laughs> right? yeah we're done yeah um so uh, springtime you know is growth and that's a great time for planning and for doing work right and then then we have summer right and summer is all about warmth and transformation and this dynamic like sparkling yeah 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 kind of kind of energy Right? And um, you think about seasons of life too, like the, the teens, 20s, right? That's like summertime is just all about, wow, like, you know, lots of fiery type stuff, right? Um, and it's a, um, it's a really good time. I didn't say this about spring. Spring is a good time to make plans for the future, right? Summer is a great time connecting with others, right? That's when more people, like hang out together not this summer but <laughs> oh right um but you know typically people like do more together okay um and summertime is all about your heart and your small intestines and when those organs are unbalanced you experience emotions such as insecurity lost feeling lost heartache okay yeah, that's interesting as a metaphor for what our summer has recently been like. And if you think about the collective energies and, you know, how that's kind of played out, that's that's super interesting to look at. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of a lot of that this summer yeah. for sure. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, when when someone is feeling like they just can't seem to move forward, they're they're not having like this movement that they want. Typically, they're experiencing those emotions mm -hmm. right, of heartache. I mean, you think about when you if you've lost somebody, you know, you like the last thing you want to go is to go out and produce things in the world. Right. right? You just want to cry. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so releasing those emotions that are keeping your heart swirling in that place is really beneficial to get that back online so that you can connect back to the season of summer in your life. Yeah. Right? Um, and then I know most people think we have four seasons, but in Chinese medicine, there's, there's five seasons, right? And there's late summer. And late summer is all about stabilizing and balancing, okay? And it's time when you start to prepare for harvest. And also what I love about this time is, is, is great for, for um, community and mealtime. I mean, most people, I, I mean, I could be wrong on this, but I think most people make plans to go out to dinner with people more than going out to breakfast. Yep. Okay. That's, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, and when it comes to the late summer, that is um, the stomach and your spleen and pancreas. Um, organs that are uh, more in, in play at that point. And when those are imbalanced, you experience emotions of anxiety and low self-esteem and failure. And those are heavy ones. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And is if you don't feel good enough to go out and harvest, okay, yeah. nothing's going to happen in your world. Okay. And then you don't have the harvest, so to speak. And then you don't have anything to, to sustain you for the winter time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. And, yeah. Um, and then we have autumn, which is all about harvest and production. Um, and this is a, again, it's a good time to harvest what's, what's been planted and prepare for winter. And, and um, this is the time when you're reaping all of the benefits of everything, all the work that you had done. And this is all about your lungs and large intestine in traditional Chinese medicine. And when your lungs and large intestine are off balance, then you experience emotions of grief, rejection, sadness, sorrow. I ask people like, um, I, I've worked with people who've lost others and, and I'm like, you know, what are you feeling? And they're like, it's just this heaviness in my chest. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and, when we think about that, that emotions, like emotions impact certain, like we can feel them in different parts of our body. Like, I don't know about you, but I rarely say like my, 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 you know, I I just got my heart broken and I can really feel it in my forearm. Like (laughs) (laughs) always like, I feel it like in my heart. Right. Or like, Mm -hmm. I just don't feel, you know, I just feel this like sadness and it's like, you know, my gut, right? And that's the, the small intestine, their large intestines. Mm-hmm. Right? And so when we are feeling those emotions, right, and we're not allowing ourselves to express them, they get stuck inside of us. Mm-hmm. And then we can't let things flow. And when things aren't flowing, just like, you know, we talked about, um, we were talking about before the call, I was talking about like, if you have a, a river, and you have a bunch of uh, rocks that are in and like damming it up, that river's not going to be able to flow as freely as it's meant to, right? Which impacts the whole ecosystem around it. Okay? So it's the same is true with us when we have these trapped emotions and trauma, it affects like our ability, like if we can't harvest, right, then that's going to affect the next season of our life. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. So then we have winter. And winter is all about inward reflection and rest and restoration. 
right? And so, uh, oh, let me back up. In autumn, right? In late, 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 um, our, like Indian summer, late summer, and um, are we allowed to call it Indian summer anymore? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure somebody will tell me. <laughs> um, so uh, late summer, Right. And, and autumn, right. That is at the time when you are, um, when you're like in your season of life, right. When you've gotten the kids out of the house, like, you know, you're, it's, you're starting to experience like harvest, like the, the, the abundance of your work, you know, everything that you've done, like how much you've worked and you're like, Oh, this is when people start to move into like retirement phase and starting to enjoy the fruits of their labor, so to speak. Mm -hmm. right? And then winter time, uh, is all about inward reflection and rest and restoration, right? Hibernation time. And so when we look at our season of, of life, right, that's when we get into our older years. Mm -hmm. right? And then when we look at the season of our day, that's, you know, a nighttime. You know, when we start to wind down to go to bed and we start to just like take the time to reflect. And that's the best time to do it anyway. A lot of people just sit in front of the TV and, you know, don't take the time, but that's the most optimal time to be able to just sit and reflect and to like calm yourself down. And that's connected to as far as, um, as far as your organs wise, it's connected to your kidneys and bladder. And when those are in balance, you experience emotions like fear and dread and creative insecurity. I just, I can't feel like, I feel like I can't put myself out there. There's nothing I can do to make money. I don't have any ideas right. Right? when those are all, all off balance. And so when we can understand, just look at, okay, what season, like nature all has this, this cycle, okay, this pattern. And we look at ourselves and we think, okay, it's right now like winter, meaning it is nighttime, you know, and I should be driving and producing, right? right? Why is this a struggle? Because it's not how nature intended it to be. Yeah. 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 Totally. And I mean, I'm sure there's people that will push back and say, no, that's when I am my most creative. Um, you know, I guess maybe your cycle might be a little bit different than, than other people's, but I think you still need to allow for all of those phases. You know, right, right, and oops, I put the wrong, wrong thing up there. Um, put the, the wrong banner up there. That's one of the ones that's written on my mirror. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, and that's why it's like follow the rhythms of nature and agree in your own activity with them. It's like understand that there are patterns, okay, and every single thing has a pattern. And when you start to track your own patterns, then you can see, oh, wait a minute, I am more productive at nighttime than I am at daytime. So trying to work at morning time is useless. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to put my work time, you know, during these hours. Mm -hmm. But it takes some some um, it takes the the ability to observe your own patterns. Yes. Okay. Honestly, yes. Yep. And to notice, like, okay, this is when I'm good. This is when I'm not good. Right. right? Just like nature has those. Totally. I do want to acknowledge that. We're making it sound awfully easy. If you have children at home and you're working at home with a spouse or a partner, um, you know, what's optimal for you may not be optimal for everybody in your household. So there might be some juggling that has to happen mm -hmm. yes. um, or some negotiations, something. But um, yeah, we are we are make, we are making it sound very simple, but acknowledging that it's not always quite that easy to make a shift. Right. And, but and it, it like it it is simple in that there's a framework, mm -hmm. right? 
to understand that there are certain times that things happen and certain times that just things don't happen. Mm -hmm. Right. And being able to align with that as much as possible Mm -hmm. within the context of your life, right, is when you're going to be able to to be at your optimal energy state. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the thing that we talked about at the beginning is like, you know, why why you want to talk about this is because the thing that is hardest for most people when it comes to their energy um, and managing their energy ebbs and flows is judgment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Judgment that I should be producing more now, but I really don't want to. Right? Yeah, but, or, um, you know, I think that comes from this internal messaging that rest is wasted time. When it's not, you're charging up for the next big thing. But yeah, those shoulds of, you know, even if you're, when you try to sit and relax, if you're constantly like, but my to-do list, but my to-do list, you're not really helping yourself get through that to-do list. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's, like I can say that this whole season, like this past, like, you know, since March has really like been helpful for me in that I've really been paying so much more attention, you know, to my energy levels and realizing I, I really am. I'm so much more productive in the morning. Like I get up and I'm like, get it done. Right. But then as the day goes on, I'm like, you know, and so by the time I'm done work and then I take Charlie, you know, to the dog park and I come home and I'm like, you're not going to get anything more out of me every yeah. once in a while. Like tonight, I know that I have a couple of people that I have to do some energy work on at, you know, after I come back from the park. Right. But I have to like keep it in my mind and just keep my mind up. And then I know, okay, then I can like allow myself to unwind. Okay. But if we go in this, like everything is go, go, go. Like that's when you end up with adrenal fatigue. That's when you end up, you know, with like so many diseases and imbalances in the body which doesn't in the long term work for creating and uh, having, you know, high energy. Absolutely. Yeah. Your goal is to be more productive. You know, I think it's kind of the same theory of, you know, when you're on a plane and they're like, put your own, put on your own, sorry, oxygen mask before you help your kids, because you've got to, if you want to give more energy out, you've got to allow your container to refill. Right. (laughs) Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And just paying attention, you know, to what that is, you know, for you and your seasons. And so what I mean, what I'd hope that you would do after listening to this is just think about like, okay, if I'm not thinking about like my life as a season, what season am I in? Hey, am I, you know, am I 16 years old listening to this and am I, am I like in, you know, starting like transitioning from spring to summer, you know, or am I 66 years old and, you know, in autumn going into winter, right? And just acknowledging that instead of like, oh, like I should be older or I should be younger or I should, you know, like just this is the season that I'm in, right? And that's the beautiful thing is like we all get the chance in, in whatever capacity to go through, you know, different seasons. Um, and just notice, like do a tracker for the next couple of days and just like notice each day, like when was my energy the highest? When did I feel like the most productive in my day? And when did I feel the least productive? Mm-hmm. Right? And, and see if you can arrange your life in that way so that the best work is going to come out of you instead of like shoddy work. And I don't know about you, Deb, but I know for me, like 
when I'm in that place where I'm just like, oh, I feel like I got nothing to give, but I have to get work done. It takes me like, you know, something that could take an hour will take me five hours. Oh my God. And then, yeah, then I just, I'm, I'm annoyed. I've actually, at this point, I'm usually pretty good at being like, okay, like if it's, for example, a writing, something I'm trying to write, um, that's, I'm struggling for it to flow out. I usually know, like, if, I mean, if it's, if it's night and I'm like, but this is due tomorrow, you know, like, I'm like, you know what, I'm way better off to go to bed and get up insanely early <laughs> to finish right. it and actually get it done. Um, than to try to stay up till two in the morning and still not get it done. Mm-hmm. Have it be crap, you know, um, definitely. I agree. Or even in the afternoon, I would say, I don't know how naps are a weird thing for people, but I will be like, you know what, if I'm hitting like a crash and burn in the afternoon or I'm trying to like be creative in some way and it's not coming, I literally will go take a 20 minute nap and it helps. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, hopefully that's helpful for y'all and, and understanding too, that like when, when we are, living in certain emotions consistently, more than likely it means that you have some trapped emotions and trauma stuck inside of you. And the reason why you keep living it is because uh, our outer world is a reflection of our inner world, right? And so if we're living in a state of anger and frustration and resentment, and it's like these people piss me off all the time, it's because that energy of pissed off is inside of you. Mm-hmm. And we need to shift that and release that so that you can live in, in more of the energy of peace, right? And that's you know where the body code comes in so that you can easily like fall into those ebbs and flows and not be in a place of judgment of yourself. Mm-hmm. Because when you're aligned with yourself, you're like the, uh, the, the, um, what I know what I'm trying to say, but it's not coming out. Like you're, when you're aligned with yourself, the frequency of which you um, dismiss yourself is so much less. Yeah. It doesn't mean that you don't have emotions that come up. Like, you know, I work with some people and they're like, Oh, I felt anxiety again. And I'm like, okay. Well, you know, like I was going to point that out. Um, And I know we've talked about this before and it's definitely something that now I'm much better at practicing, but allowing yourself to freaking feel them for a minute. I think when you're talking, there's, there's kind of some nuance there, right? So like if you feel sad for a moment or if you feel angry for a moment, if you feel anxiety, feel it for a little while, if it becomes chronic where this is the state you're living in for days on end or, you know, years, weeks, I don't know, whatever. If if it starts to become like, oh my gosh, I'm questioning why I'm feeling this for such a prolonged time. Yeah, we have to look at why. Um, But to feel it acutely and let yourself feel it so that it can go away is a great practice. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. It's perfectly reasonable to feel a little bit of anxiety or a little bit of sadness or, um, you know, but we're trained that any of those so-called bad emotions should be, I don't know, pushed away. You know, we don't want to feel that. Right. And you're going to feel that sometimes. Right. Yeah. And it's really not, not demonizing any emotion. Yeah. Right. It's just, oh, this is the energy that I'm feeling right now. Mm -hmm. You know, period. And feeling this energy and, you know, is this energy that I want to stay in or the energy that I want to get out of? Because you think about it, I was thinking about this earlier today. It was thinking about like, you know, people so much want to never feel, you know, what they would label as negative emotions. Mm -hmm. Right. But you know, if if you never felt um, hurt, right, 
then then all of a sudden you're like, oh, nothing hurts you. Then then you're like, people are gonna be like, well, you're just a heartless bitch. Yeah, you're just a little dead inside. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, so we have to watch what we say we want because we don't necessarily not want to feel them, right? We want to be able to know how to move through them. Yes. I mean, I think there's some interesting analogies, several books that I've read, so I can't even cite one. Um, where they will talk about there's a reason why we love dramatic movies and sad movies. And we, we do want to feel we want mm -hmm. to, that's why we elect to put ourselves through that for two hours to right. watch a movie that makes us cry our eyes out or scream in terror or whatever it is. Right. It is something we actually enjoy on some level, right? We seek yeah. it out. Yeah. You know? So yeah. Yeah. It's, it's exactly. Yeah. So if you are finding that you have these, um, you're feeling like, you know what, the primary emotions that I live in on a day to day basis, you know, are things like dread and fear and sorrow and grief and anxiety and insecurity. Chances are, you probably have some trapped emotions and trauma in your body and some body code work would be really helpful for you. Um, and that's what we're here for. You know, we'd love to help you with that. And so, you know, you can reach out to either of us. Um, you can, uh, Deb, you can reach out to her uh, uh, via her um, email. I uh, have that posted here. And um, you can find her on Instagram. It's starting a new Instagram page. Mm -hmm. And... Why did I, let me just type this up here. I had it somewhere else, but then, um, yeah. Uh, so you can find her there here as well. I'm going to put, put that up. Um, yeah, it's demysticism. Yep. Yeah. There you go. Uh, or, yep. Uh, you can go to my website, heatherE.com put that up there and click on the um like schedule time to talk and we can talk about how this can work for you um and you know we'd love to help you with that i want to before we sign off um Deb, i am i want to follow up with you on some work that we did on our last um our last session yeah um we had um for those of you if you didn't catch our last session we had done some energy work on deb on this statement um i am meant to be wealthy so i can do more good in the world and i'm just curious how's that feeling for you now well you know i mean uh, one of my follow-up practices to this is i literally have that written on my mirror um mm -hmm. so and along with a bunch of other little quotes specifically around money because it's something that I'm I'm trying to dig deeper in. Um, you know, that relationship is one that I think we all probably continually want to work on. Um, yeah. But I mean, I'm feeling very confident about, you know, the, you know, the reality of it is like still to come, but I'm yeah. feeling very comfortable in, in those statements. And, um, you know, for anybody that's curious, that truly is like part of the practice for me is I literally write it on my mirror. I say these things out loud to myself every time I walk into my bathroom, um, you know, mm -hmm. I have a pretty big mirror so I can write them on one side and still have a clear side. <laughs> Be able to see yourself. Yeah, yeah. Like there's it's a double sink deal there. And then it's got the two. Um, what do you call those medicine cabinets? So one half is literally like you know, heaven forbid somebody needs to use that side of my sink because they won't be able to see themselves. There's so many <laughs> on there, but um, it's feeling pretty good. So, 
you know, we'll, we'll keep working with it, but um, I think, you know, we'll see how it all plays out. <laughs> Good. Okay. So, you know, let us know uh, what you think about understanding like energy in this way and how to like align with nature to be able or just use nature, use the patterns of nature, use um, the, the cycles of nature to look at your own cycles, to create like, what are the ways that I flow in energy? And what are the ways that I'm like, mm, time to pull back a little bit. Yeah. And uh, you know, I just want to, that's my like, give yourself permission to question. Yes. And I'm gonna take my nail file here and use this as like this magic wand to like wand and, and magic wand to like release you of any judgment mm -hmm. of how things should be and shouldn't be. Um, so once we release that judgment, you know, we're, we can flow so much better energy wise. Mm -hmm. And we, we can move out of this error of like, you know, go, 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 everything. Like you're you're not good unless you're producing to like getting in sync with nature, getting in sync with your intuition. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Being with yourself. And yeah. So until next time, we will see you all later. Have a great day. Bye.